Hey guys, it's Adam. I wanted to talk to you really quick about Buzzsprout. Um, Buzzsprout's a place where you can get your own podcast launched and you can start today for free. I recently started using Buzzsprout and I got to tell you, it's fantastic. I was moving my uh, podcast from one host to another and I ran into a little bit of a snag, but guess what? Buzzsprout had me covered. They helped me out. They interacted with me over email. It was almost real-time chat, and they got my problem solved within minutes. So you can't pay for better tech support. I think the thing is, with most companies, if you get a good place that has good customer service and good support, you can't go wrong there. And they make it easy. It's not hard when you have the right partners like that and the right support like that. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed, and you can join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get your message out into the world. So really, all you need is a quiet place, some gear you already have, like me, I'm using my phone right now and a, and a laptop, uh, and I'm getting this podcast out there, and I'm recording this, uh, this promo. So follow the link in the show notes, and that's going to let Buzzsprout know that I sent you. And if you sign up for a paid plan, it shows that you help support this podcast right here. I would really appreciate it. Hey, guys, thanks again, and back to the show. Hey, guys, it's Adam with another episode of the podcast. Straight out of the gate, I want to tell you this is uh, a, a podcast that we're going to talk about how you relate to your dog and why this is important for consistency. Um but first, I wanted to mention Right CBD, R-Y-T-E-C-B-D.com, uh, has great deals on pet tincture. I believe it's about 25 bucks for uh, a tincture, which is about a month's supply. Um, they have great human products as well, and uh, I really love the company because not only do they sponsor this podcast, but they're, uh, they have great products, and I use it for my dog, and I use it for myself. Um, it helps me out um, with uh, stress and anxiety sometimes. Uh, also helps me out greatly with uh, inflammation, and um, you know I, I have lots of uh, arthritic issues and um, uh, orthopedic issues, and it definitely takes the edge off. It helps, and it's all natural. The thing I love about Right CBD is uh, the company itself. They own the farm, they own the distillery, and they distribute everything. So it's a family organization, and uh, I couldn't be happier with their products and their uh, relationship with me. So let's get going with the podcast. Um, this is uh, kind of gleaned off of uh, something called the five agreements. And if anybody's heard of that, great. Uh, if you haven't, here it goes. Um, I'll read them off and I'll explain them as they relate to dog training. Uh, the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity and say only what you mean. So what that means to me in, in relationship to a dog, if you tell a dog to sit, you're not asking the dog to lay down or wander away. You mean what you say. You want the dog to do this, and the dog will be rewarded and will be praised or acknowledged when they do the right thing. But if they don't, don't go back on your word. Don't pat the dog anyway. Don't give the dog affection or, or a reward for laying down when you asked for sit. Um, it's being very specific, but also it shows you in a different light uh, to the dog. If the dog, uh, if you tell the dog to come and the dog doesn't come, and you reward it in some way anyway, like chasing after them and playing with them afterwards or you know, giving them a treat or something or petting them, uh, you're sending a mixed message and you're not being an effective uh, leader or trainer. So 
the next thing is, uh, the next agreement, if you will, it says, uh, don't take anything personally. So what that means to me is a lot of people get very upset with their dog. Um, and they think the dog's being spiteful. They get frustrated with the dog very easily and they hold a grudge. Um, they, they think the dog is doing some sort of behavior because they're to, in spite of them. They're, they're doing something, uh, because they know that it'll get under your skin. In some cases, maybe that's the maybe that's the point. But what's the dog really looking for? The dog's looking for engagement. The dog's looking for attention. The dog's looking for direction, uh, some sort of uh, you know guidance, and that's you. So don't take it personally if your dog does something you don't like, um, but also don't get frustrated uh, to that degree. So the third uh, agreement with people and dogs in life is don't make assumptions. Don't think the dog knows exactly what you want because you speak fluent English, Spanish, Swedish, uh, German, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, the dog will assume they know things and try and please you, and they'll offer behaviors that work. You ask for uh, go to your crate. The dog doesn't know what to do, and the dog maybe lays down. Uh, maybe the dog um, you know, doesn't understand uh, a recall command. And maybe runs right past you. But don't assume just because you say a new word or you point at something that the dog actually knows what to do. And sometimes we have to peel back layers of the onion to figure out how am I going to make this behavior, make this understanding. Um, so sometimes you might have to do things in several different uh, uh, um, uh, training methods and you're going to have to link these together. You're going to have to chain these behaviors together and commands together. So for instance, it might be the doorbell rings and you want your dog to go get in the crate and wait there. So that might look like the doorbell rings, bark, 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 and the dog jumps on, on the door. So you might do um, dog's name touch, dog's name crate, dog's name stay, close the door, walk away, bring person into the house, guest into the house, then when the dogs calm, open the door and release them and tell them they're free. But don't assume if you just say, go to your room, go to your bed, that the dog knows exactly what that means because it's really three or four things together. So let's be clear and don't assume that since the dog did it once or twice, kind of like a blind squirrel finding, finding a nut, that they automatically know what you mean. They have to repeat these things and practice them, and it has to be part of your ritual. It has to be consistent for them to really understand it. So don't assume you, they know exactly what you're talking about. And also, when you are talking to them, and this goes to the first agreement, and it goes to the third agreement, be impeccable with your word. Well, if you say, you know, if I say, Allie, touch, Allie, sit, Allie, stay, those commands are very clear, it's very structured, and I'm saying, I'm saying to my dog, I'm saying her name, and I'm telling her exactly what to do. I'm not assuming that she knows I'm going to tell her stay at the end. I'm not going to assume just because I did the hand gesture means that she understands it. I'm going to do all of it, but I'm going to repeat it, and I'm going to do it so many times that the dog automatically knows. The fourth agreement, though, is always do your best. So, I mean, uh, I, I'm a dog trainer, and I do this for a living, and there are a lot of times where you know, if you're just working alone, alone with a dog and you get distracted and maybe you're not that motivated, maybe you're not feeling too well, maybe it's too hot or cold outside, you don't really put your best foot forward. And if you don't, then the dog won't either. 
I mean, you're leading the dog in this situation. You're leading the dog in the relationship. So you have to do that. And lastly, the last one, which is the fifth agreement, says be, skepti- be skeptical, but learn to listen. Okay. So how this relates to the dog, at least the way I'm per- perceiving this is, just because your dog does something, don't, um, don't assume anything, but also uh, look at this from the perspective of watch what the dog is doing. See what their triggers are. You know, I would say less than be skeptical. Um, how about be curious? You know, look into things. If your dog is afraid of fireworks, maybe there was an event that caused them to be uh, afraid of that, but you can desensitize the dog. So learn to listen to your dog. Every time fireworks goes off, don't get mad at the dog. Don't get upset with the dog. Let's give some the dog something to do. Maybe let's... Uh, Let's let's get get them uh, desensitized to it over time, but you know, to me, that's listening to the dog. The dog has emotion, an emotional reaction to something that might not be uh, necessarily something that they're they're really uh, it's really reasonable or logical. It might be irrational, but you know that that fear is real for the dog, or that behavior, um, like you know. For instance, if a dog's aggressive and uh, they're aggressive to men and it specifically seems to be a trigger of men wearing work boots or or baseball hat or something like that, you need to observe. So instead of it really being be skeptical, learn to listen, well, how about, you know, um, be be curious and learn to observe and really listen to what your dog is saying with their body language and their behavior. So look, really, that's the five things, and that's the whole podcast for today. I think we're going to be done in less than 10 minutes today, which is a world record. But um, I had some thoughts on this, and I thought it was a, a, an amazing way to communicate to some of my clients that maybe aren't as consistent. And if they wrote these things out, you know, say what you mean, mean what you say. Um, don't take it personally, you know. Your 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 puppy peed on the on the couch. They hadn't had an accident in a month. You left them for two hours today when you went out to lunch with a friend. That's not that's not your fault. It's not their fault, and they're not getting back at you. So don't take it personally. Don't assume that you told your dog, go to your bed, that they know exactly what that means. Always do your best. So when you are training with your dog, try and be there. Really be there and, and only be paying attention to that. Um Try as hard as you can because the dog will try as hard as it can. And that has to do with two-way engagement. You know, if you're, if you're engaging with the dog, the dog will engage with you. You know, the thing is if the dog wants to engage with you and you're kind of out to lunch, they're, they're, they're not going to uh, respond uh, in kind. Also, so uh, be curious and learn how to truly observe and listen to what your dog's behavior is telling you. Uh, that can get to the, the root cause of most of the dog's issues and can provide solutions. And a lot of times, you know, you'll consult a professional, which I highly, highly recommend you do. But at the same point, you might come to the professional with a little more detail if you are curious and you're really looking at what the dog does and why they do it. And if you put together some sort of formulation of patterns and triggers, then you can go to your uh, your professional dog trainer and your dog trainer can help you come up with a plan to desensitize some a dog to something um, or also understand where the behavior comes from 
and how to improve in that circumstance. So guys, that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for all the support. If you have a chance, go to my anchor page, which is, uh, www.anchor.fm forward slash Adam dash Casper. Um, you can, um, you can become a sponsor of the page there for as little as a couple cents. And um, you can also swing by right CBD, R Y T E CBD.com and get yourself or your pet some world-class great CBD products. So that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you. Be well, still wash your hands, take care of yourself, take your vitamins and take care. Cheers.